You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. So the Bluetooth part of it is a lie. You're saying Bluetooth is a lie? And I think Bluetooth people, is a lie. I think, people, that's how we're going to start Geekish Show over this uh, week. Uh, Bluetooth is fine until it doesn't, uh, isn't, and then it's a lie. So, um, And it's... Uh, uh, um, Melissa and uh, Elisa and I today, um, and uh, I'm recovering from uh, our weather that we've had this last week, and I hope Mother Nature's finally got out of her damn system. Um, well, stop pissing her off. Well, I don't know what to do anymore. I, I, she listens to me and takes me seriously. That's the problem. Because I had said our worst-case scenario would be we have all the snow here. It would warm up to 50 degrees, and it would rain. Well, it didn't quite hit 50 degrees, but all the snow started melting, and then we had about a inch 30 of rain on top of that. So uh, we've got uh, up here, We well, in town here, we've had a few people whose basements have had water in them. I don't know if they've quite flooded, but we've had a uh, few people with water. But... Um, Sioux could Falls. be worse. You could be in Nebraska. Well, yeah, or Sioux Falls because uh, uh, they have flooding there. Because all of our water will go to the Big Sioux River, and then that will go downstream to Sioux Falls, which is about two hours away. Uh, and so they had flooding there. There's this place called Falls Park uh, where it uh, runs through there, and it's this nice place, Granite Falls, all this kind of stuff. And they have benches there. Well, some of the benches was underwater. There's a bridge that goes over it to the, a restaurant on the other side. It was only a few feet below that, and normally it's about 10 to 15 feet below that. Uh, so it's been uh, – and then we had uh, – Let's see, Thursday we started out with rain, then it turned to freezing rain, then it turned to sleet, and then it turned to snow, and then we had a blizzard on top of that, so it was blowing snow all over the place, and of course everything froze, so then we had uh, rutted snow all over the place. So, wow, yeah. Mother Nature was like, really, seriously, dude, you need to go to your room now. <laughs> yeah, she's... <laughs> Uh, she needs to do something, but uh, so yeah, our our wet. But now, supposedly, I think for the rest of the week, it's supposed to be melting. So sorry, Kevin, but maybe we can get rid of this evil shit that's all over the place here, um, and we can start actually start spring. I would like to see grass. Uh, unfortunately, that's buried below about two feet of snow right now, um, and I'm looking to see. Are you kidding? No. In our backyard, there's probably a good two feet of snow back there. In our front yard, uh, since you know blowing out the side uh, driveway and everything, there's probably um, two to three feet there. Um, it's just piled up all over the place. Holy cow! So it looks like by about uh, by my Friday, we'll be up in the 40s. The rest of this week, it looks like it'll be in the 30s somewhere. Uh, so we, we're inching closer to spring, um, and I'm sure the it's about time for track season to start at school, and I'd, I'm sure they'd like to see the track track because that's out there uh, buried <laughs> under a foot or two of snow. So, yeah, it's all going to take a while. Um, Why don't they just invent a new challenge where they have to actually run through the snow or hurdle over the snow? Well, I keep suggesting competitive snow shoveling. They keep giving yeah. me dirty looks, but, you know, whatever. Um, so That's got to build some upper body strength, <laughs> you know. Yeah, there we go. Well, and then I've seen what you've been putting on our uh, – um, uh, messages, uh, but okay, Lisa. What are you? What disappoint me? And tell me what you have out there. Our evil shit is gone. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it was it was seventy two on oh, Friday. God. Not nice enough to go outside though. It was still you still had that dampness in the air, but it was seventy two. Our snow is gone. Oh. And then Saturday came, and it dropped to forty with lots of wind. And then today it was down to thirty five 
woke up to have a dusting of snow, which of course we husband and I looked out the window and said WTF. <laughs> but that was that was gone like by you know by ten o'clock that was gone. Um, it's just been really windy. Uh, we're looking at for the rest of the week forties into the fifties, then back down into the forties, then back up to the fifties. Mm. So hopefully okay. we're done with the snow. Okay. Of course, our backyard is a swamp. Right, and we can't walk there. Well, yeah, and, uh, ours will drain away because we're on top of a gravel knoll, but it's going to be kind of spongy around here for a while. Um, and um, I keep. We hope we're done, but I keep telling the story that on my son's 18th birthday, 25th of April, uh, we had a blizzard that day that dropped about a foot of snow on the ground. So it's not, we're not out of the woods yet. So, And um, Melissa, I guess for the sake of politeness, I will ask you, I don't really <laughs> want to hear it, but go ahead and tell me what your weather is like. <laughs> Reporting from the you really don't want to know part of the world. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, like I said in the chat earlier, I just had to turn the AC on because it was up to 75 in the house. And like Kevin, I couldn't stand it. My nerves are on fire. So, yeah, it's going to be all sunny and clear and in the upper 70s and lower 80s for the rest of the week. And that's all I got to say about that. Okay, I'll try not to weep the rest of this podcast. I so want it to be in the 70s. Don't, your tears will freeze. Yeah, probably so. He's he's shooting daggers at you right now. I can see it, but you can't. Evil, evil eyes, laser beams. Yeah, because uh, uh, yeah, I so Stink badly, eyes. I so badly want to sweat because I can do that better. Because right now my feet are uh, frozen, um, or they're not frozen, but they're cold. Uh, I've been doing different stuff, so uh, yeah, my feet is cold right now, but they'll warm up in a month, I hope. Um, <laughs> but uh, okay, so we do actually have topics to talk about. Um, maybe why don't we get the Apple event? out of the way if there's what's well, I don't know what's to say about this I mean I went and looked at it looks like they're finally going to announce their TV service I use air quotes for uh, since this isn't a video podcast but uh, is this the one that uh, you know Steve Jobs has supposedly said we have cracked it and they haven't been able to do anything when did he pass away now 10 years ago now? was it 2011 okay maybe it was. so Okay, so about eight years anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know, so have they finally, even though they've cracked it, do they have they finally put it back together now so that they, because uh, that looks like to be the gist of what they're speculating. They don't think there's going to be any hardware announcements. Um, so you're talking video as in the original content like Netflix does? Yeah, like they're going to have their own video streaming service of some sort. Right. right. Oprah's got something going on, and Steven Spielberg, and... Jennifer I Aniston. Only, I will only be tuning in to see if Jason Momoa shows up. He does nothing for me. <laughs> Who's that? Who's that? Aquaman. Oh, oh, Jason. Oh, Momoa. Okay. I should turn my volume down. You're, maybe I can understand you a little bit better. There we go. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And looking at what they have there, the people who they've lined up, nothing excites me that much. And, I mean, I don't know. I I'll look at it because I look at a lot of these uh, streaming services, but I mean they're late to the party. Um, yeah, but that's always the case, and you well, know, not to sound like an Apple apologist, but probably will anyway. So I'll just say it. But it seems like yeah, they're late to the party, but it's usually because they've been refining the stuff behind the scenes, and by the time they do come out, it's a better presenting product up front versus some of the other crap that comes out. 
oh, we're first to the party. Yay, we, we got the first folding phone. And it's like, okay, it's uh, a piece of crap. Also, there's also been talk, though, that this video streaming service will be bundled with your Apple Music. So it's not going to be another fee. Now, I don't know that, obviously, for fact. We'll find out next week. But well, if you're already, me, yeah, I won't, I won't be if, interested because I'm not going to spend for Apple Music. I mean, we talked about, we'll talk about Spotify a little bit later, but um, I have an Apple TV, and I also heard the rumor that it might be bundled in with people who have Apple TVs that you might get some free content. So I'll be interested to see what that turns out to be. Um, yeah, like I say, um, but I mean, even, you know, maybe they've got the interface down. Uh, and I don't know, like I say, I, I will, um, consider it. I'll look at it because I do use, I do have the TV app on my phone and my iPad and it is good for, you know, since you watch this, maybe you'll want to watch this. Um, that seems interesting, but I don't know. I mean, there, I don't, they're going to, the other places have content and I just don't know what they're going to be able to get for content. That's going to interest me. Um, I mean, I'll give it a shot to look at it. Maybe they've made deals. Uh, maybe there'll be some big surprise there, but I don't know. I've just, um, you know, we've been anticipating the, you know, the Apple TV or video service or whatever the crap it's, you know, going to end up being for so long that I just, uh, I uh, just not enthused about it anymore, I guess, because I have my stuff all figured out. Well, because there's also, there's just so much out there. I mean, the other night, just trying to figure out, what do I want to watch? Well, let me look on Netflix. Well, let me try Amazon Prime. Well, let me see. I've got Hulu. What's on HBO? What's on Showtime? And you're, after a while, you go, I think I'll read a book instead. Because it's just... <laughs> choice it's, paralysis. <laughs> well, it's not just choice paralysis. It's just a lot of it is, I don't want to have to look at all these different places. And then you get to the point where I'm paying all this money and there's crap on. I mean, HBO and Showtime have crap. Unless you want to watch... Um, a series like Tonight Billion starts, so I've got that ready to to go. Yeah, uh, Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones come back in a mm-hmm. couple, of, but I mean, as far as movies are concerned, you're still watching things from 1999. Yeah, I, I don't on have these time for services. Movies. I like I like little binge shows. <laughs> well, that's the other thing too is that I'll I don't know I've outgrown movies. I watch them occasionally, but I can't sit still for a solid yeah. two hours. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's all. That's, you know, a, that's a big wa- commitment. I'll binge, wa- I'll binge watch a show. But mm-hmm. I can take a break in between. Right. Or you can find a good stopping point. Whereas a movie, it's like, yeah, you can't really. I mean, you can pause it, but that's right. not it. I just don't have the patience for movies anymore. So I don't really watch too many anymore. We do when it's a family affair. But like I said, it's, it's a movie's like a commitment. Um, binge watching a TV show isn't as, well, I take the bet. It, is, it isn't as much of a commitment, but depends on how you binge watch. Like for, for Nate and I, we like have our TV babies. So the commitment and the problem with that is trying to find the time to do it together, you know, when the kids, because it's stuff that we like is usually stuff that the kids can't watch. And so we have to wait till they go to bed. And, you know, then it's like, okay, well, he's stuff that he's, he wants to watch. And I might have stuff that I want to watch, but then we try to watch things together. It's funny. I was thinking about you, at least in all your, your multiple TVs that we only have two in the house because we have a very small house. But the other day we were actually watching TV in separate rooms and I thought, Oh no, we're like an old married couple. <laughs> oh, we've been doing that for years. Oh, yeah, I, I know, oh, yeah. but we're just like starting to arrive at that point, and I'm like, oh no, we're, we're watching TV in separate rooms. What's next? Are we going to sleep in separate rooms too? No, we can't right. because we have a small house. We've already right. sure no, that, does, that, that, doesn't happen. Happen. Right. that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Well, and 
you know, and like I say, Deb and I, um, our tastes vary because she doesn't. She can do some sci-fi, but you know, some of the stuff that I watch, it's you know, kind of esoteric and it just drive her up a wall. And she's watching some of the old. Uh, she's been watching a lot of uh, Turner Classic uh, movies, and I just not so you much in those. Have you watched together though? No. No. Oh, okay. Uh, no. We so just TV for you guys is a separate viewing yeah, thing. It, it is. And okay. a lot of my, and then when I'm binge watching TV shows, it's usually while I'm either playing Minecraft or Farming Simulator, something that I don't have to pay. No, I can't do it when I'm playing like my shooter games because I have to concentrate on that. But um, mm-hmm. something like that where I don't have to pay 100% attention all the time, I can split my attention between the two. And that, it's, yeah, just to sit down and watch something, uh, I'm, I'm with you, Elisa. I just can't quite do that. I, you know, it just feels like I should be doing something else. That's, that's where my Facebook, knitting comes in. I sit yeah. there and I work on my knitting or something. My yeah. husband cannot binge watch, though. He'll mm. watch, like, we would, we watch some shows too, like Game uh, House of Cards we were watching, um, Homeland. But things that we needed to uh, catch up on, like House of Cards, two episodes is the most he can do. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. sit there and do three or four. I mean, there was some, like, Scandal when I was watching, when I got into that, The Following. I did an entire season in one day. Mm-hmm. It's like it was like, oh my god, this show is so good. All right, this is going to be my last one. Then we get to right. the, well, right. like, it's like only ten thirty. I can right. watch another one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to sleep. Uh, this, Three o'clock in the morning. Ah, especially when dirty. Especially when you get into those that have long story arcs and you want to see how it resolves and then you really get sucked in. And Yeah, I've done that too where you're, you're watching something and, well, I can just squeeze one more in and, you know, we'll, we'll do that. I mean, that, I was so. doing that with Harry Potter books when they were really popular. Right. Is I would lay in bed at night and I'd watch it and my eyes were just closing and uh-huh. I'd say – Okay, I'm going to turn off the light at this chapter. And then, oh, my God, that just happened? I, can't, I, I keep reading the next chapter. By then, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. My eyes are burning. And I have to force myself to shut the book, put it down, turn off right. the light, go to bed. Right. <laughs> Same thing with the binging. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, you know, with the, this Apple stuff, we'll see. Uh, March 25th, that's what, a uh, week away? Yeah, next Monday. Next Monday, okay. So, you know, by the time we podcast, maybe we'll have something to talk about. We'll talk about more, then see what they do um, release. Uh, There's also something on here about uh, news magazines. magazines. Yeah. Now, you used to have what, Texture? Yeah, I had it for a while. Um, And then I just realized. That's what they bought, right? That's what they bought. See, I get Readly, I think it's called. And I get it free through my AT&T subscription. So do I. But the only difference is it's not unlimited. You can only read four magazines a month. Hmm. And a month being the day you open the magazine, not a calendar month. But you can go all the way back. You know, right. so you can go to the back catalog of that particular show. So if I'm reading, you know, Macworld magazine, I can go all the way back. The problem for me is I prefer a magazine in my hand. Now, hmm. while... A magazine on your iPad, you can watch videos that are built, especially like if you're doing a cooking magazine, they'll do little videos of, you know, well, this is how you saute, this is how you do this, and, you know, which is nice. And then you can click on a link to bring you elsewhere about a product they're talking about. And that's all great, but I just find it, I just don't get absorbed reading on an iPad a magazine. I can on a book, but not in a magazine like I can if I have it in my hand. And plus, it's not as portable. You know, I, like I can, on an iPad. You know, I like to bring the magazines outside with me if I'm sitting on the deck or out by the mm. pool. 
Right. I prefer to bring that with me. And then, yeah. you know, throw it recycling. It would be, would be too glary anyway. Yeah. So. And right. I don't bring that outside, you know, and then when I'm done, I just throw the magazine in the recycling and right. go to the next one. And I just found that I gotten away from magazines almost entirely. I mean, I'll just, you know, search for something on the web, read it, and I'm done. I mean, because I've got Readly, too, and I have signed up for it. And, uh, oh, these are some magazines. And, you know, I haven't been in there for about three months um, to look at anything. It's like, And then it's like, oh, new magazines. Oh, I should maybe go in there and read them. So I don't know. My habits just – now, way back when, I used to live and die for magazines because especially like in the early days of computing and my color computer, they had a rainbow magazine. I was waiting for that thing to come. And I pretty much knew when it was going to come. And I would sit there and I would read it from cover to cover. And then mm-hmm. when that died out, there was Yahoo magazine. And then I loved died. I was going to say yeah. Yahoo. It was it called Yahoo Life or something. Yeah. I loved that magazine. Yep. And then until I got the letter in the mail saying, uh, you're not getting it anymore. Yep. We stopped. Like I had like a five-year subscription. Yeah. And then uh, they switched over to Wired and I kind of went. Yeah, I canceled it. I didn't like Wired. Yeah, me me neither. So, you know, I I used to do magazines, but now it's just kind of like, you know, I'll just, you know, uh, an article somewhere, see what pops up, maybe do a Google search. I go into Google quite often because it will recommend things for me to look at. But yeah, just to do a magazine anymore. And even uh, I used to have a thing for Linux magazines. And even now I just uh, not doing that either so i've just kind of gotten away from magazines in general and i don't know maybe i'm becoming an internet person and you know like i say just whatever articles pop up uh, i I still like to read rolling stone magazine because it's introduced me to a lot of new music Mm. okay uh but yeah for me magazine so like i say we'll i'll I'll keep an open mind i'll see what apple brings but i'm just kind of expecting to go yeah okay if it works for you guys that's fine but uh uh, um, yeah, maybe they'll do, introduce something that might excite me, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, and then, uh, Alisa, you had a, uh, a follow-up to some streaming stuff we were talking about, uh, last time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had, we were talking about, you know, how Spectrum was a royal P-I-T-A, a little PETA. Um, Monday night, my husband's only night off. We went to the Cheesecake Factory for dinner at one of the malls. And in the, that same mall is a Spectrum store. Oh, boy. So I said, I want to go there. I said, my husband, when we're done with dinner, I want to go up there and talk to them and see if maybe I can talk to them in person and they'll listen better than they do on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> um, we go up there, and I was talking Our to mom. the assistant manager. He just stood there and kind of like he 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 cut. Sorry about that. He just kind of pushes me on, and I said, you know, listen, we have a second. Um, oh, what what is it called? A second uh, receiver that is due in April that I have to get back to you. We have it free for a year. Um, what can you do for me? And he goes, nothing. Oh. And it was just very cut and dry. I said, listen. To, I said, listen. First, you increased our internet by $5. Then you took away Cinemax, but you didn't cut our cost. Well, that was Cinemax. I said, I don't care who it was. Right. You took it away, and you didn't cut our cost. Now you're uh, increasing our bill by $2 a month for the broadcast. I said, you do realize that you're pushing people toward um, streaming services. You're pushing people away to cut the cord and go on YouTube TV or Hulu or whatever the case may be that will work for that particular person. And he just goes... Well, let me call up your account. Well, 
you could cut back on this. I said, you're not listening to me. I'm not asking you to cut my bill by taking away services. I'm asking you to cut my bill, period. This is ridiculous. I said, at least with Time Warner, you could negotiate. You could talk. With you, it's just, this is it. He's like, well, that's the way it is. Mm. Wow. Going for Employee yeah. of the Year Award, is he? Yeah. I mean, he wasn't rude, but mm. it was just like, this is it. We have the same price so that there are no arguments among customers. Everyone pays the same amount of money. Da, 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 da. It's like, we've been customers for 35 years, and you've done squat for us. What are they, you're like not the doing anything. Cable TV? Yeah, you're doing nothing for to keep the customers. It's like, if you're a brand new customer, oh, we'll give you this, 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 and this, and it's practically going to be free. Well, what about the people who have been longtime customers? Like for us, 35 years. Mm. We've been customers. I mean, it's first it was it had one name, then it had another name, and now it has a third name. But it's been the same company all along between purchases and buyouts and mergers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. What are you doing for us? And that's not just for, that goes for Comcast, that goes for Xfinity, that goes for every other ISP out there. What are you doing to keep your long-term customers mm-hmm. your customers? Nothing. So when we left, I, I said something. I said to my husband, I said, he didn't give a shit. And my husband goes, nope, he didn't. So that was that. And then the other thing I noticed was DirecTV is going to be increasing their prices by $10 a month. And according to this um, article, it says since 2016, the price has doubled and the number of channels has been cut in half. Huh. Aye, aye. Okay. DirecTV now. Right. Yeah. I. You have to wonder about the decisions behind, you know, what they're doing here. Uh, I would think that, you know, especially AT&T would like to, since they have the satellite service and they have the streaming service, you would think they would like to drive people towards the streaming service because then they don't need to fool with hardware. They don't need to install dishes. They don't need to do a lot of this stuff. Uh, you would think that would be a way for them to make money while keeping their overhead down because you don't have to be buying and maintaining hardware. Just you know, make sure people get Internet, and it doesn't have to be, even be your Internet, so you don't have to maintain it. Um, I, you know, I don't get you know where what they're going for, and I haven't looked at the other streaming services. I don't know that they are you know raising rates, cutting channels. I I don't do them, so I haven't paid much attention to see what they're the rest of them are doing. But you know they may gain from that because if Directv is going to slit its own throat, I'm sure there's other people that will take their I think, customers. I think one of the Hulu plans went up, though I don't want to swear to that. But I think one of them did. Um, right. And according to Engadget in this article, it says that it, the uh, DirecTV has gone up 40% in less than a year, and they dropped it from five plans to two, though you're grandfathered in if you have one. And I find right. AT&T does that all the time. We switched our plan a year ago this past January, no, year ago February. So like we're in 13 months into the plan that we're on now for our cell phones. They don't offer that anymore. Hmm. Now, so if I decide to let go of it, I can't get it back. Uh, and what they offer basically now is a little or a lot if, as far as data. That's it. There's no, there's no other options. So either you get not enough or too much. Right. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's just 
we'll have to see how this plays out. Now, and I had a little bit of news I wanted to throw in there because I, I did. We talk about it on the podcast, or did it come up after when we were messaging each other? Oh, uh, that was when I when I sent you the link. Yep. Um, yeah. So um, Spotify is offering new customers um, to uh, get Hulu for free for nine ninety nine. So basically, you get Spotify for nine ninety nine a month, and you get Hulu free. Well, I already had. They offered a deal. Uh, I suppose about six months ago. I don't remember exactly when I did it. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, and I already had my Spotify account linked to my uh, Hulu account and was saving $3 a month. Well, now they're going to – I'm going to get the same deal. So for nine ninety nine a month, I get Spotify and Hulu. So uh, there is some cost savings going on here. And this, they say it's supposed to be permanent for life, so unless somebody goes bankrupt um, – Hopefully it'll stay that way. And I do get into Hulu. I watch shows there. Um, I watch some on Netflix, too, and then I got Prime. So I got about three different places that I can watch video, you know, paid stuff. And then there's all the other free stuff, uh, like um, Voodoo will offer some uh, free TV shows and movies. Um, I think, um, um, oh, Roku. I think maybe offering a service on something other than their boxes because they're moving away from hardware, getting into services. So, uh, and then there's a few other places that offers free stuff to watch. Um, but so you know that for me it's a good thing, and for anybody who wants to get a uh, Spotify subscription, uh, and it's got to be the premium. It can't be the uh, the low end one. It's got to be the premium. But uh, I. For me, that's a good deal because I have both of them and I use both of them. So, um, you know, there is some hope there. and We'll just have to see as the competition gets more aggressive, maybe maybe there will be some stuff. And, like, you know, I, and, you know, this is what Apple is coming into. So let's see what they have to offer um, with their stuff. And I don't know if it will change much or if it will change my mind. If, but, uh, you know, for the uh, people who have Apple hardware, I'm sure it will – be just you know great for them but we'll see what it and it we'll have to also see too if they offer it to other platforms because they have been loosening up a little bit because now you can get uh apple music on android um you can get it on although for me it's you know too little too late but you can get it on your um um amazon device um mm-hmm. can you can you get it on the um google on Home google no, no. Okay. i was looking google offers very little as far as music, um, all I have on my Google Home is um, Pandora. Okay. Well, yeah, because they, well, Pandora, I got Pandora and Spotify. Spotify, I'll go across for both of them. Um, and you can do Pandora. Um, I forget what all you can get on the Amazon uh, device. Um, well, you get Google Music uh, or YouTube Music or whatever the Sam. Yeah, okay. You've got YouTube Music, Google Music, Pandora, Deezer, and Spotify. Okay. And you can do a free service of Spotify. But to have Deezer, you have to have a subscription. Okay. And that free service is when using a screen. YouTube Music, it says free music available when using a screen. Right. YouTube Music Premium required on other devices. Google Play Music has a free service. I didn't know you had a free one on Google Play. Um. Hmm. Yeah, that's what it says here. And then Pandora. So all I have, a, uh, all oh. I have is Pandora. Yeah, because on the um, the 
hub that I have here with the video, you can watch YouTube videos uh, for free. So you're watching the videos, but that's that's what a lot of the YouTube music was, was just taken from videos minus the the video. So if I want to do it that way, like, but it's like, you got to have a, um, screen to go with it, but, um, Oh, okay. Okay. Now I understand when using a screen. Okay. Yep. So, okay. Well, and then moving on to our next thing, I think somebody's got some new hardware to play with Melissa. Melissa. I was on mute. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I thought. I, fine. Don't talk to asleep. us then. She okay. fell asleep. No, okay. I have a cough that I've been trying to hide from everybody. That's why okay. I sound so scratchy. Um, yes, I finally, I finally decided to, and it's all Elisa's fault this time. <laughs> I take full responsibility. <laughs> I was like the. I wanted to talk about it because it was like the fastest impulse buy that I've ever done. Except it wasn't like that impulsive. Like it was something that was weighing on me for a long, long time. I'd been really unhappy with the speed of my Apple Watch, and I just kind of been sucking it up and just like, all right, it is what it is. I'm not going to get a new watch anytime soon. Um, I've been budgeting for it, and I finally got to a point where I could, you know, there was a little bit of wiggle room. But then I was waiting for just the right timing on the price. I was going to be really, really um, picky about the price. I wasn't just going to get it unless it went on sale. And I really didn't think I'd get one for a long time because I thought that the sales wouldn't come. Like, I was prepared to wait until Black Friday. And then I think you sent me two different sales. One was um, a lower price, and I want to say it was at, was it at? The second one was at Best Buy. It was at Best Buy. But I think there was a one that you sent me earlier. Somebody sent me something earlier that it was like, eh, well, that's like $20 off or something. But that just wasn't a good enough deal. I went back and I looked at my receipt from when I had purchased my Series 1. And I thought, well, you know, if I can get it some somewhere really close to that. And so it turns out I did. In fact, I think I actually saved. Yeah, I think I actually spent $14 less. I actually got a Series 3 for 14 That's That's why this is such an amazing deal to me anyway, is I got a Series 3 for $14 less than what I had paid two years ago for my Series 1, which was on sale at Target for Black Friday. And I'll tell you why. Because instead of getting it Best Buy, I mean, that was the clue. That was that was the clue that, okay, well, you know, it's around the corner, just like the Target deal was. It was one of those things where I could have it in my hot little hands. If I get in the car and go drive over and pick it up, you know, I could purchase it online, reserve it, go get it. I've done that. That's a nice experience. Yeah, it's good. But, you know, I was being a little greedy as far as the taxes are concerned. I just really wanted to save money on it. And so when I saw that it was on sale at Best Buy, I thought, oh, and it's going to be like $16 in tax because we have pretty high taxes here. You know, that's just that's just how it is. I know you know what that's all about, at least living in New York, but mm-hmm. it's pretty high here, too. So I thought, well, I wonder, I just wonder if Best Buy or uh, sorry, I know Best Buy does price matching for if you find something on Amazon as long. I think the rule is and this was a while ago, so don't quote me on it, but I think the rule at least was or had been. That if Amazon carries it for a lower price and it's sold and fulfilled by Amazon, so it can't be sold somewhere else, it has to be sold and fulfilled by Amazon, then Best Buy will match the price. And so then I went looking on Amazon, of course, didn't see it for that price. And then I thought, well, I wonder if, you know, I don't, I mean, I've waited this long, I can wait a few more days. So then I thought, well, I wonder if B&H Photo will match the price. So I did a you know, search on their website. And, of course, Elisa's attitude was like, well, you can always ask, you know, what are they going to do? Say no. So I did. And it was a really, really amazing experience. I mean, I was chatting with you guys. And I went over to the B&H, um, the B&H Photo website. 
I looked at the at their same deal. They had the same. Well, actually, I lied. They they had the same thing except here's the stickler. They only were advertising for the lowest price. They only had the one that had both GPS and cellular. So the the one that you so that you told me that was on sale at Best Buy, it had the cellular in it, and that was like an extra fifty bucks that I didn't really need to spend. But that was the lowest sale at the time. And I thought, well, I wonder if I can get a GPS-only one because I have no desire to add an extra cellular bill to my current plan. And I have no desire to make phone calls from it unless I absolutely have to. So I thought, well, maybe I can save some money that way. I was just looking at all these different ways I could slice it and dice it. So I ended up getting the link from Best Buy and going to the chat. And being, I, did, I did all of this on my iPhone in between texting with you guys and then going to the B&H Photo website and then clicking on their chat. I, you know, I signed in. I had an account already because I've ordered stuff before with them because I really they have the best prices. Plus, they're because they're out of New York and I'm in a different state. They don't you don't have to pay sales tax, and it's usually something that's over the shipping amount, so there's no shipping. So, like, it's what you see is what you get. Like, that's what you pay for. So, it went on sale for 199, and so I thought, well, it's never going to be that price again, you know, unless it's years years in the future. So, I thought that was a pretty good deal. So, I went into their chat. Asked them if they would match a price. They asked me what the link was. I was ready with that. Pasted that into the chat. And I got into like a queue. And whoever the chat representative was, like I told them, you know, like they had made my day. They rocked and all that kind of stuff. Because, I mean, it was like under 15 minutes that it was all said and done. That they said, you know, let me check on it for you. They let me know where I was in the queue. They Every time my position changed in the queue, they let me know that we had moved up. So I love that. Like, I love having that feedback of like, please, you know, acknowledge that I'm still here, that I haven't lost you, you know, that sort of thing, because I'm waiting. And this was all before I, ha- I was getting ready to go to work that day. I was getting ready to go see a client and I thought, I got to get this done. You know, what if I have to like hang up, you know, and get out of the chat or whatever? I'll lose I'll lose the the chance because, you know, those sales come and go. And uh, so they, they said it was approved and I said, great. And so they gave me a code and I and I purchased it and it showed up that Thursday. It was like there in like three or four days and now it's on my wrist. So that was the thing that I wanted to share about the buying experience. So uh, when in doubt, ask, go into um, B&H Photo and, you know, online, and they have a really friendly chat service, and they're usually really good about answering questions. So I really highly recommend getting stuff from there and just asking if they'll price match, because they just might say yes, and in this case, they did. So then uh, later that evening, or might have even been, I think it was later that evening, I spent the rest of the night setting it up. Now, You guys know for me, it's not just an easy like, oh, I'll just take it out of the box and pair it and away I go. No, because I had I had uh, a series one that I needed to unpair and it could have just been easier at that point. I could have just said, "Okay, well, I'll just pair this new watch. No, because then I had to go and because my husband has one and then I wanted to set this up for my son, my my actually his old series one. So we went down the line because did a switcheroo. So I unpaired my husband's watch with his phone and set up, and then I unpaired my Series 1 and set up my old one as his Apple Watch now. So for him, like, he doesn't see a difference. I just switched the bands, and it's the same series. There's no anything different about it. And then um, I wiped off the other one that I'm going to set up for my son. And then the last thing I did was then set up the Series 3 for myself. Now, here's my little PSA is... Because this is a Series 3, so it's what, two, you know, it's two versions behind now because the Series 4 is out. Um, it did not have the latest version of watchOS on it. And I ended up finding that out the hard way. It scared me a little bit. And so I, I posted a link to the article that saved my butt 
um, because this was really, really helpful. And this is like my PSA is like, make sure that you update the software on the watch first, because when I went to go set it up, you know, it gives you the choice. Do you want to set it up as a brand new watch or do you want to set it up from an iCloud backup? And of course, I wanted to set it up from an iCloud backup because, you know, I had my workouts. I hadn't done that many for, for what I did and all of the data that I had stored. I didn't want to set up as a new watch. So I wanted to use an iCloud backup. But the one that I had just made before, you know, because it makes one as you unpair it in the process, it wasn't there. The The most recent one was from back in May of last year. And my heart skipped a beat. And I was like, oh, my God, did I just lose everything? What is happening? And so, of course, I went to the Googles and did some research. And then that's when I found I, this article that talks about. Yeah, so it didn't have. So the, the watch that I pulled out of the box obviously did not have the latest version mm-hmm. of iOS on it. So that's why it did not see my most recent iCloud backup because the version was different. And so it took a lot longer because I still had to set it up as a brand new watch. And what I did was I just really simplified the the faces so that it wouldn't take all that long. Like I took off all, I just pared it down as best I could when I set up as a brand new watch so that I would know the difference when I went, when it rebooted. I forget there was like some step that I did in there, why I did that, that made sense to me at the time. Um, but so I set it up as a brand new watch and then I unpaired it because setting it up as a brand new watch, uh, allowed me to then go check the version and sure enough, it wasn't the latest version. So then I was able to update the watch. And of course, you know how long that takes, although it was a lot faster this time. I think that that was another issue regarding the processing speed of the series one. Like all my updates would take so long to do. I'd have to just set it on a charger and just walk away from it for a few hours. But this was, you know, relatively quick. I was able to watch TV in between and do other stuff. So then once I was able to upgrade the watchOS version on it, and then uh, I, yeah, because I had set it up as a brand new watch, I upgraded the version. Then I was able to unpair it and then go through the process again, repairing it and setting it up, not as a new watch again, but this time it saw my most recent iCloud backup. And then I was happy. So then I was able to set it up. So that's what I had to do. Like I had to, (laughs) I had to, first set up my husband and my son's watches and then set up mine. But then I couldn't finish the setup because first I had to upgrade the software on it and set it up as a brand new one and then undo it and then redo it. So it was quite a bit of a process. But I guess what frustrated me about the whole thing was Apple doesn't have, not that I could find anyway. I mean, I was searching all over the Apple knowledge base articles. There wasn't anything that I could find that talked about what do you do if it doesn't see your latest backup You know, they just make it seem like, oh, it's so easy. It's so straightforward. You just do this, this, and this. And I get frustrated with Apple for a lot of that stuff. I mean, I guess I I shouldn't complain too much because then I would be out of a job, right? (laughs) If if they made it that easily, then people wouldn't need me for anything. Um, And I do like to be needed. But it just frustrates me to think that, you know, this was kind of not very intuitive for me of all people and uh, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I usually can figure this stuff out. Maybe it's because it was late late at night and and I've been getting sick, but you know, it just wasn't like something that I could readily find. I really had to go dig deep to figure out, okay, what exactly do I put as my search term? You know, what was actually happening there? Okay, it wasn't my latest iCloud backup. And it wasn't until I finally found that article that said, make sure that it's got the latest version of the software. And oh, duh, yeah, that makes sense now because it's been sitting on a shelf for how, who knows how long and it's probably got the version that it shipped with. So, so that's my PSA, make sure that the uh, software is up to date and don't panic. You know, you've got your backups. If you don't see it, update it and then then it will work out. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'll probably be a while before 
I get a new watch, I'll probably forget it by the time that happens. <laughs> yeah, you have to uh, go back and do it. Maybe, maybe, maybe our uh, episode show notes will end up in your SEO search history mental state, and you'll remember. Oh yeah, what was that problem that Melissa had? So, well, what did you did you have to go through that though, Lisa? Because I was thinking about it between the three of us. Yeah, Mikey wouldn't have experienced nope. it because I think this is your first Apple Watch. So when you pulled it out of the box, you just set it up as a brand new watch. But Lisa, this is your second, the one that you have now. You have, yeah. so we all have Series Three now between the three of us, and this is your second Apple Watch, is it not? Yep. Yes, I didn't have any problems though. I went from a zero to a three, and I and it just I, saw your iCloud backup, or did you set it up as a brand new watch? No, I saw the iCloud backup, but I'm trying to think. Hmm. Might have been Watch OS three at the time. Uh-huh. Had there, I don't think it was. Had there been an upgrade uh, when you bought? How long after it was introduced it w- did you buy it? I don't remember when it was introduced, but I bought it in. January of last year, so January of 2018, hmm, I might, bought it. Might not have issued an update yet for it, so maybe. Yeah, because this has WatchOS 4, yes. to, and so we have WatchOS 5 now, but this watch, this Series 3, when I pulled it out of the box, it had WatchOS 4 on it, so it was one version behind. I don't remember. All I know is I didn't have that problem. The only problem, and I use, like Mike did earlier, air quotes around problem, mm-hmm. is certain things just took forever to download like the health history the exercise history i looked and go oh my god all it's showing is the last week i lost <laughs> everything and yes, then you wait you know when when you think your watch is all set up now because you can text on it you can listen to music you can do whatever it is you need to do on your watch but your health history is not there well, and then the if you just having wait yeah exactly and if you just wait a couple of hours it all comes flooding back yeah, I think it's just it's got to be it's 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 an indexing issue. And that's one of the the things that is a the largest frustration for me when I'm out in the field working with people is having to push all their data around. There's just no guarantees and you never know how long it's going to take. You know, if somebody says, "Well, how long is this going to take?" Well, fuck if I know. <laughs> Yeah. It, it depends on so many variables. It depends on your internet connection. It depends a lot on when I tell you, please leave your, your laptop lit open. You know, please leave this running so that it can finish doing its thing. And I come back a couple of days later. Oh, I closed that. Well, it didn't finish. That's why you don't have everything. <laughs> Follow instructions. Mm. Oh, yeah. Good <laughs> you luck know, with like, that. I can't yeah. help for that. I know. Yeah, I had to go through the whole thing again in December when I had a new phone. I had to mm-hmm. unpair the watch from my old phone. Then I had, you know, do what you did. Send another one up to the cloud, wait for that to finish, repair it to my new phone. And again, like, where's all my exercise data? Oh, yeah, okay. Just just it's don't like, worry about it. Just walk away. It'll it'll be there. It's like the digital version of changing diapers, I swear. It's like <laughs> it's like I feel like I spend all my time on that, just constantly pushing data around. Uploads and downloads, uploads and downloads. <laughs> you know, so people have to clean up after. So speaking, Lisa, you said that you had a hard time finding that. I had a small snafu the other night with Do Not Disturb, and I could not find anything online. Ah. Now, I don't know when when Do Not Disturb was originally introduced, but I've been using it since then. And the way I have it set up is it's 10 o'clock at night to 7.30 in the morning is my Do Not Disturb. And like right now, I have it on, too, while we're recording. Mm-hmm. Sunday through Thursday, the phone is next to my bed. Because I get up at 7 o'clock in the morning. But Friday and Saturday nights, I charge it in a different room because I just don't feel like changing the Do Not Disturb and I like to sleep late on the weekends. 
So Saturday night, we're actually Saturday morning, we're sleeping, and I hear my phone ring. It's two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what the hell? And now, and you're like, who died? Thankfully, it I knew I knew immediately it wasn't my kids because I have special ringtones for them. Yep. So this was just my regular, you're not my kid ringtone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Strange. And I go and I look and it's a New York City area code. And I'm thinking, is this freaking spam at mm-hmm. 2 a.m.? Mm. Because first it called, I ignored it. And then it called again. And that's when I got up and out of bed. Four times they called. My Do Not Disturb was on. Like, what the hell? Then well, they texted me. They texted me and said, your food's here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> I just I just texted back. Wrong number. Uh-huh. And then they ended up texting me again, uh-huh. which I didn't see till the next day. And what did they say in, the, in that text then? Like, oh, something like, is this Kennedy or I don't know. It was something stupid. Yeah, but they were trying to confirm. So that that poor oh. guy. <laughs> oh, it just said was, was, is is from the Kennedy, whatever the hell that means. It says your food is here. Wrong number. Is from the Kennedy. The text was at two o two a.m. I'm like, I didn't want to engage. You know, mm-hmm. like oh, I, I now of course I couldn't go back to sleep for an hour waiting for the phone yeah. to ring again. <laughs> right. So I looked online yesterday to see if I could find anything about this happening with Do Not Disturb. Finally, I said I'm not going to waste my time. I'm going right to the source. So I called Apple. And I told her what happened. I said, this has never, ever happened before, ever, in as long as I've been using Do Not Disturb. So she just had me do a hard, you know, hard uh, reboot on mm-hmm. the phone. And she goes, that should do it. I'm like, why did it happen in the first place? So I don't know. Go into your settings because there's. I have a theory about why it may have happened. Okay. Because it sounds to me like, yes, it very well could have been a scam. But if we were to just err on the side of maybe it was legitimate, maybe really somebody did. I mean, come on. People are ordering food, you know, at one o'clock in the morning or whatever. He said it was on a weekend. Right. So that makes sense. Somebody was hungry on a weekend. Even if it was a weekday, people have worked different shifts. So they order their food. They tell the phone number over the phone to somebody. Somebody writes it down wrong or they heard it wrong. But whatever the case, it was probably a wrong number legitimately whether it was one digit off or whatever. It was many digits off. It was a totally different area code. Totally different area code? Mm-hmm. Just a New York area code, but just a yeah. totally different area code. New York City. So you can't figure out how... So the phone number that they were calling from... So mm-hmm. so you say it was a wrong number. It was a but, private person. I did a reverse lookup. Okay. But there's also phone, you know, phone spoofing. There's phone number spoofing things, and you know, whoever it was was maybe like one of those those people who works. They're like Uber for food, but they deliver stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they have something set up on their phone so that when they call the customer, it doesn't give out their cell phone number. Like maybe they're trying to protect themselves. There's all these different scenarios for why you could have gotten that call because it was a wrong number because somebody was trying to contact someone else and they got your number instead. So I think that that's fairly legitimate to say that there, that there was probably a mix up there, but why it actually got through past that's the, not the disturb point. Filter. Why did it get past the point to do not disturb? Well, that's what I want to know is in your settings under do not disturb. Cause mm-hmm. you, you mentioned that you have it set up automatically. So you have yes. it set to turn on automatically without you having to do anything from what? 10, 8, 10 PM to 7 AM. So that yes. you know for certain that that switch is, is on 
Do Not Disturb is going to be on for you during those times. Correct. And then when you scroll down, there's a section, there's other things that you can set for silence. You have a choice between always or why the while the phone is locked. Always. Now, I have mine set to always, yeah, because sometimes, well, not sometimes, most of the time, I just live in do not disturb mode. I really, really like my phone to shut the hell up. <laughs> I don't want to be interrupted when I'm, you know, on, on a support call with someone or when I'm trying to research someone or, you know, because I struggle with sleep issues and stuff. I don't want to be sitting there and all of a sudden a phone call comes through and scares the shit out of me. So I keep silence always on. Then under phone section, it says allow calls from favorites. Do you have that yes. turned on? And, and of course, only, that's only my kids. Right. And same for me as like my you know family members that I really want to hear from or like the school. I have the school set in there. That can be annoying. You know, they're pretty good about it. They're not going to be calling me at two o'clock in the morning. Do you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's safe to say that they're only going to call when it's really, really necessary or when there's a message about, you know, the, the school being closed the next day or something. So that's fine. And then there's a section that says repeated calls. Do you have that switched on? I do. Now, the thing is with this one, it says a second call from the same person within three minutes will not be silenced. Mm -hmm. I got the first call. Mm -hmm. it, it called four times because okay. you can see it in my uh, listing, phone listing. And I think that's why they got through because that was turned on because they called multiple times within right, a short period of time. Right, but the first one came through. That's what I'm saying. It's not the that the first, first one. one, the very first one got through. Like it mm -hmm. rang four times and it shows that they called four times. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Yeah. And, so the, and I keep that on, like you said earlier, you think someone died. Well, yeah. I just want to know, Right. you know, if it's an emergency and if someone's calling me two times in the middle of the night and it's an emergency, I want them to be able to get through. Right. I'm the same exact way. Um, so so that switch there and the fact that you said the first call came through, that's why you made the call to Apple because that doesn't seem to play by the rule book here. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I don't know what the heck happened. I don't know if it was, I mean, hopefully it was a fluke because it's right. never happened before. Mm -hmm. The I've, only way that that would have come through on the first try is if it had been one of your favorites, but it wasn't. So that doesn't make sense then. Because while I was recording Three Geeky Ladies last week and a call came through and at first I went, wait a minute, I'm on Do Not Disturb. Why did it come through? And then later on, I'm thinking, oh, because I hung up on it right away. And later on, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, because it was my son mm -hmm. who's my favorite. He should have come through. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. 2 a.m., 2 a.m., 201, 203. Mm -hmm. And it's the, the 2 a.m. one that, that actually came through. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you and you know that because it rang it. and then you didn't answer it or did you decline it or no I didn't answer it because it wasn't next to me okay and right, then it you rang it again and then I and then of course I said a few bad words and then I <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you you're not one of my favorites <laughs> got up and went into the other room and mm -hmm. and then it rang in my and I you know it, by then it, it hung up then it called again and I hung it up and then I'm like stop. Right. Well, there's you, some poor there's some poor guy or girl down there with food, hot food, and they've got to get to their next call. And they're like, "Come on, lady!" <laughs> and the <laughs> I don't thing care is, if with, you're the right person, I'm giving you this food. <laughs> and the thing is, with cell phones, like my friend who moved to Orlando, she still has her cell phone with the area code of mm -hmm. up here. 
Yes, even though she don't mean much to it me. It doesn't mean anything because even no. now, she, I mean, she's lived there for six years now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, people are she, saying, "Oh, you know, scammers are now. They use your local area code to see if you'll answer." I'm like, I don't give two shits about that. I don't answer yeah. the phone for anybody I don't know. I just don't, you know, leave a message if it's that important. You will leave me a message or find some other way to contact me. Mm-hmm. And that's yep. just how it is. I screen all my calls because that's what you have to do these days. Well, yeah. So, and then the other question I had then. Um, when you use Do Not Disturb, you use it in the automated sense. But do you ever just swipe up from Control Center and turn the mood on? Because I, I have all the same settings that you do, but then I just always, it more often than not, I have it in Do Not Disturb throughout the entire day. So I rarely ever have the moon icon off. So I just always, even though I know that it will turn on for me automatically, I think I just have built up a muscle memory that I just swipe up, tap the moon, and make sure that's in do not disturb. It's like the reverse. Like I, there's rare times when I actually do want it in in regular mode, like in not to do not disturb. Because I always keep the mute switch on as well. And it's only when I'm really expecting a call, which is rare, because <laughs> I just don't use the phone call. But when I'm expecting a phone call, yeah, then it's your doctor's I office, that kind of thing. Exactly. And yeah, I only swipe. Call or I only I only do from like right now. It's on do not disturb through control center. So right. as soon as we're done recording, I'll go back into Control Center and turn that off. Or if we're at a play, mm-hmm. I do that. So that way I can easily just turn it off, check my phone and during intermission, and then turn it right back on to Do Not Disturb for the rest of the play. When I go to a concert, I don't because, you know, who would hear the phone anyway? Yeah, who's going to hear it, right? Yeah, so, so if it's a movie that. or something, I put it in Do Not Disturb, I mute it, and then I put my watch in theater mode. So nothing is getting through unless, like I said, if I if I'm if the kids are like at, you know being babysat or if there's something that I – that's that's the thing that's always bothered me in the past, and we haven't nobody's talked about it in a in a while. I don't know if we've come to accept it or what, but you know we used to talk about going to a concert or something where people want to confiscate your phone because they don't want you know you ruining it for everybody else, and that's always bothered me. Maybe it's different now with a watch, but then are they going to confiscate your watch too and make you put it in like a you know a Faraday bag or something that's always bothered me because I have such separation anxiety. Like I, if I'm going somewhere and I've had to have the kids babysat by somebody, I want to know if something happened, if, if something bad happened, if, okay, you know, my mother-in-law, whoever, you know, okay, we're on the way to the ER. Like, I want to know about these things. I want to be able to be alerted silently about it. No, I'm not going to be a dick and have like, you know, a phone ring. I'm going to keep it on mute so that it doesn't, it doesn't actually ring. It might vibrate. And I could see if I'm at a play or someplace where there's quietness. But I, I'm responsible about that, to silence everything to the best of my ability so that I just want to be able to have a visual. I just want something, you know, to vibrate on my wrist or to vibrate in my pocket or my purse or something. I keep it, you know, close by to me so that I can, you know, qu- quickly squelch it if it is, you know, vibrating and it's and it's really loud. I keep that, um, I keep the the side button close to me so that I can press it right away and decline it and then go check in on it. But I want that ability to be able to see the notification, you know, silently, you know, on the down low. I want that ability to be able to do that. And I don't like being separated from that. That just gives me such anxiety. That happened once. A friend and I went to a sneak preview of a movie I had won tickets for. And we're talking years ago because I don't go to the movies. So this Mm -hmm. was a, this was, I would say it was after 2009 because I had an iPhone. So I don't remember exactly what year it was. So we went to the movie and they were taking phones. And I'm th- I said, like hell, you're taking my phone. I just <laughs> pretended I didn't have one. But she uh-huh. gave hers up. Uh-huh. And what they did is they just put it in a plastic bag. Now, but they did not ask your name. They did not oh, ask 
for it. And the thing that killed me is everybody's leaving. So everybody's crowding around those tables trying to get their phones. So I went up to someone because I think they didn't like if your your last name is A through F, go to this table. No, they couldn't have done that because they didn't ask your name. There was some way they had it set up. And I went over and I said, that one right there was my friend's phone. And Mm -hmm. I said, that one right there. And they just handed it to me. And I gave it to my friend and I said, I could have been anybody. Yep. And I could have just walked right off with your phone. What if she didn't have it locked? Like so many people still don't do. It's like Mm. they didn't ask for any ID. They didn't, you know, to make sure that I'm her. Mm -hmm. And I thought, no way are you taking my phone. And I know um, when Kevin Hart, I think it was Kevin Hart or Chris Rock, one of the two. Yeah. Or maybe both. They, they were somebody. they were in my area, and they kept putting on social media that if you buy a ticket to their show, don't bring your phone because if you do, you're going to be giving them up. Aye, aye, aye. Because I'm they sorry. didn't want to. I'm phone. not one of those people. I'm not addicted to my phone. My phone is a medical device for me. My phone is my source. It's my second brain. I mean, it really is something that helps me get through life, and. I am not going to go to someone's concert or show if that's their policy. Because well, the reason I, is I be because they don't. It. It's the black. It's the bootleg tapes. They don't right. want you yeah. filming them and then putting it up on YouTube yeah. and giving away their act for free. That, I I understand that and I support that. But there's got to be some other way. There's got to be some other way that they can prevent that from happening, or you know, just hire better security or, or something. I mean, have somebody monitor. I mean, you're paying all the money for the tickets anyway. Have somebody monitor the crowd a little bit better. Well, I know that happened to us when we were in uh, Tampa over the summer. We went to see The Fix in a very small theater, and somebody a few seats down and like one row in front of me was filming. I mean, I do too when I go to concerts. I will. I don't tape the whole thing. I'll just tape a yeah. small portion of the song. I like to document and, my memory. Yeah, exactly. And security came over and said, put that phone away. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, like it, some of the shows, like I, I've gone to some small shows where they want the publicity and they'll like, they'll purposely like pose for you and smile and they welcome you sharing all of their stuff because they need that publicity. They need for people to share that stuff. Oh yeah. So they'll they say, use this hashtag. Yeah. If you're going to go mm-hmm. on Instagram, use this hashtag. Yeah. See, those yes. are the, I like to go to those shows. <laughs> we want to see, I think uh, Elton John had that before the show started. Yeah, and had, if cool. you're going on Instagram, use the hashtag, whatever it happened to be. Hmm. So that they could see that they wanted to see the pictures through the fans' eyes. Yeah, see, I like that. I did that at my wedding. I had those disposable cameras. That's just the type of person I guess I am. I want to see, I want to see people sharing information. I, I think the the world has changed a little bit, and I feel a little bit more introverted as time goes on. But my original thought is that I just I wish we could all share the information. But I guess we just can't trust everybody to be responsible. But I would I would have a better time at like an Elton John show if I knew that it was going to be frictionless like that. So that that's the type of show that I would go to. And I just kind of solved that problem because I don't go to that many concerts. So. Well, yeah, I know. Not having the money to be able to do it kind of solves it. I have Fleetwood Mac this week. Well, and we live in (laughs) flyover country, so you know we don't get a lot out here. Although I was, I was because I had to work a basketball game that night Uh, in up in North Dakota. Hinder was there Uh, down in Sioux Falls. um, Oh, um, the guy from The Voice, um, the judge. 
I don't want Blake. Oh, Blake oh, Shelton. Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton was down there, and the day before my birthday on Friday night, down near Sioux Falls, Eddie Money was down there. So there was three oh, acts wow. I would have liked to have seen. Uh, but Rock of I Ages. Even... I told you, you got to go see the Rock of Ages. I think okay. it's this month. Oh, that's going to be in Sioux Falls, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, was that where it was? Sioux yeah. Falls. It was yeah. supposed to be. I don't remember the exact date, but I remember it was sometime in March because we're going, we're going in April. Well, yeah. For me to, and it depends on when it falls too. Because for me to try and get away, um, to these things, because uh, we don't have a, I don't have a, uh, a replacement there at school, so it's kind of hard for me to get away. I kind of have to make things. Uh, no fun for Mike. <laughs> yeah, I know. But uh, we may have to because, um, or we have a good excuse now because um, I said I had a little bit of tech to play with. So um, my wife has bought a new car. Uh, she, oh. uh, a 2019 Toyota Highlander. So sitting there, and it's it's kind of the middle version. It's not the... Uh, it's not the super deluxe one. It's not the economy one. It's the, uh, I think they call it the LE Plus. It's kind of in the middle there. So it's got some nice features, but it doesn't have all the uh, the stuff on there. So it, it, it's got the nice little uh, display in the front. Uh, so you can, uh, it's got the nice backup camera. Because I got one of my uh, 2010 Equinox, but it's up in the mirror. It's this tiny little thing that you can't quite see what you're doing. So hers has got like the 8-inch screen, I think it is, in the dashboard. Oh, wow. Uh, and then, so I was setting your phone up and trying to get that to work. Uh, and so it'll sync all your contacts over so you can bring it up, uh, touch screen. So, uh, and then we got it, there's voice activation too. So I'm going to have to sit down with her and, um, see. And does she like that sort of thing or does she find it a nuisance or I will see to learn it? because when I got all these, um, Amazon echoes, I was wondering, but she does use it quite a bit. Uh, she will use it for music. She will use it for shopping lists a lot. Uh, she used to turn on lights and things. So she does use it. And I think once she gets used to it, um, I think she'll use it. Uh, now the only thing I'm trying to figure out is I want to get her set up with music. I want to set her up with you know some streaming service. We get So Echoes are the training wheels for it then. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Now uh, we get, I think it's four months of uh, XM, but... I had XM for a while, and it was okay, but I only listened to one station, and it started getting repetitive, or maybe two stations, not too many anyway. You drive behind a tall building, the signal will drop out. Ooh. The Love Goo station? Yeah, uh, I was thinking she was picturing <laughs> well, that. As soon as he said that, that's what I pictured, and, I, yeah. and I'm trying to think, what's it going to look like on your wife's car now? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> you, uh, have to, you know what you have to do, Mike. Right. You have to tune to that and then take a picture of it. Sure. It With uh, Yeah. Well, the nice thing is it's got a bigger display, so I probably won't have the love goo problem anymore. Sorry, <laughs> <Right>. people. <laughs> so you get full, You'll have to uh, find mostly something flames. else that gets truncated. Yeah, I'll I'll look for something. Believe me, I will. Um, <laughs> but uh, so now, I don't know. Like say, I I'm trying to find the frictionless way, and I was setting her up. I I had another one of those uh, Rove uh, a v, Rove Viva uh, apps that puts Alexa in your car. And now I suppose I've distracted her. Oh no! Hey, she ignored me for once. Um, so um, I put I put that in there, and so I'm trying to get it set up. Well, it doesn't do Spotify. 
they say it's coming, support is coming, but it hasn't yet. Um, so I'm down to either Amazon Music or Spotify. I don't know. Like I said, that's my problem. Or do I want to get a uh, Pandora? So it's yeah, down to Pandora or Amazon that I can and use I take under. It there's it. no Apple CarPlay in this vehicle. I have to look. I don't think there is. I should have yeah, Googled I don't that before. Know what, I don't know what name brands. How much driving does she do? Not a great deal. Well, She's probably it, like me, where I've my car is two years old this the end of this month, and I think I've driven eleven thousand miles. Uh, well, now that we got a new one, she may be doing more of the driving because we will go to our metropolis around here, Watertown. That's thirty uh, miles away, so she may be doing that more. Um, and, That'll be a good opportunity. And yeah. then you should, you know, what you should do is why don't you? take her on a drive sometime where you did do the driving and let her sit in the passenger seat and fiddle with stuff. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, and maybe if we take a long trip down the Sioux Falls, uh, we'll see. But, you know, as long as she just gets something to play, she's not too particular. She, I'm, I'm hoping she, I mean, the radio's fine, but I kind of would like to get her, because she's always <laughs> saying, put music on my phone. Well, then, <laughs> the, I, okay, this is... Uh, put, my, put music on my car. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, so here's the frustration. So it's like, put music on my phone. Okay, what do you want? What do you want to listen to? I don't know. Well, <laughs> I'm supposed to read her Just mind. Make it happen. You're well, the yeah. husband. <laughs> well, Can yeah. you download Spotify songs onto a phone? Yeah, I think so. Like uh, you can with that, because maybe yeah. that's because you've got the plan already for Spotify. Yeah, so yeah, why well, pay more? Just yeah. download a bunch. You know, if she likes country... Download a bunch okay. of country artists and right. go oh, from there. Yeah, you know, and like I say, the only problem is, I mean, it'll play that way. I guess I'm trying to get the Alexa to work. Well, I gotta investigate because it's also got voice activation. Maybe I won't she need that you Alexa a list in there. Of songs that she likes or uh, genres. Well, I mean, I kind of know. Got until Mother's Day to make it work. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, what I could do too is put. I've got Plex, so I could put that on there. I've got you know the, all my music that I bought, and hers on there too. So I could have it make the meatloaf on there. Well, yeah, for starters. Yeah, and then make a Plex playlist because it'll do uh, you know a playlist on based on music. So I could do that, and put that on there. I mean, that would be one way to do it. But like I said, I was just trying to get something you know for the hands-free stuff. And I got to see it does have voice activation. I just have to see you know how it works, and it, it has a few apps. It's integrated with it, but it's only airplay npr and well, what was the third one uh you know and uh um uh, uh iheart radio you know i have the mm -hmm. app but i don't use it that much and i don't know if it do free or if you have to have a subscription to it so i don't know i would have to see maybe that would be a solution i think in the car it's a subscription because my car has that too like pandora and iHeart, I think you either have to have a subscription or you have to pay for right. data. Or the other Which, thing I could do is just get a family plan for, like, Pandora. Uh, and then so she could have her account, I could have my account. Because, you know, the problem is it's only with the uh, one we have, it's only a one listener at a time deal. So if That's I want how Spotify works, it's one listener at a time. Yes, well, unless you go with a family plan, both Pandora and Spotify have you know family plans. What about playlists though? What if you have like a his that. and hers playlist? Because that's it, what I was. I want to investigate yeah. if we do decide to spring for it. If I can use iTunes credit on it, if that's possible. Mm -hmm. 
then I think what we would do is just make a playlist for each family member because there's four of us then. And I'm probably I over. That would work. I'm probably overthinking it too because what I could do is I got all my music on iTunes also, so I could just <laughs> plug her phone in and make some I know, playlists I and put say, on. Just put an and iPod you, on it. Yeah, and hang hang a device off of it. Well, that's well, what my friend does. She yeah. they stop paying for. Um, Sirius XM on one car, they just right. use it on the other car, but they pay for Apple Music. So well, she just plugs her phone well, in because she's got about a 20-minute drive and just listens to the downloaded Apple Music. Well, I wouldn't even have to do that. I could just plug it in and sync a bunch of playlists over. I forget how big a phone she get, but she, I could she didn't do that much. So I could probably just uh, um, plug it into Does my Does the car com- have a hard drive? Uh, you can plug one into the USB port. Yeah. No, I mean to the car itself, because sometimes some cars have actual hard drives where you can put the music directly into the car. Right. Hmm. Well, and like I say, mine doesn't do that. And what I like say, what I probably could do is just plug her uh, phone into my computer, create some playlists that I think, you know, because I I do have a little bit of respect for iTunes uh, genius uh, mixes. So I could plug in a few songs I know she likes, create some playlists based on, and then she could just, uh, it connects by Bluetooth to the car. So she just gets in there, starts it up, and then she can just punch, and it will bring up a screen that says playlists or whatever, or artists or whatever. So I could just do that. And like I say, I got to see how the voice recognition works. Maybe just by, you know, I I imagine you'll have to hit a button. I haven't taken the time to explore it because we just got it yesterday afternoon. But I imagine you hit a button and then say, play this playlist or something like that, or, you know, scroll up and down the screen and do that. Like I say, maybe I'm overthinking it, but I do, you know, like the streaming idea because then you can just say, you know, I want to listen to this song. And if we're both in there, then that isn't a problem because, you know, I won't be listening to a separate you know, a playlist on Pandora. So I don't know. It, it, I'll have to figure out how this works and, you know, what will make a toy it. you're going to have to play with. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know, and, yeah, you probably are overthinking it, but that's yeah. what we do. That's, well, yeah. that's we our make, thing. That's we, our jam. We make our own problems so we can solve them. Yeah, exactly. Because apparently the world doesn't provide me with enough problems. I should shut up because <laughs> I may have an answer to that one, too, because apparently Mother Nature listens to me, bitch. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. wild to think of cars as another device that you need to synchronize yeah. and set up with a whole bunch of stuff, because my car's 16 years old. I just, mm-hmm. I can't, it's just so, it's so vanilla. Just, yeah. It takes some nothing. time to get used to. My yeah. car was 13 years old when I bought this new yeah. one. I'm like, oh my god, I'm going from... Think- I don't think I want that in a car, though. No, it's awesome. When your phone Mm. syncs through Bluetooth and all you have to do is just, you know, hit the phone, you know, hit the media button. At least in my car, it's media. It's radio if you want to listen to Sirius XM, but it's media (laughs) if you want to listen to your phone. And then what I do is I have a podcast I'm playing. It picks up that podcast and just continues on. Yep. But I do that with a gadget. I just I have one of those FM transmitter things. But you don't even need that. It just does it and then if yep. the phone rings if like someone happens to call me as i'm driving the music stops or the phone you know the podcast stops i just can either hit a button on my steering wheel or a button on the dashboard talk yep. do the same thing to hang up and everything comes back your music or your podcast come back yep. it's great or you know gps if you're doing something through the gps on your mine already does that on my phone though i just have but if you do it through your car you can and hear it, it needs to say something it lowers the volume of the music. Yeah, my so that phone does that too. Okay, left on. My phone does oh, that too. It, it ducks the volume. 
Yeah, it's great. I can I can listen to a podcast. I can switch to a phone call. I can text. I can do all that stuff through through Siri, and it'll just duck the volume, and then it'll well, just pick right back up where it left off. Yeah, me and Siri. Um, yeah, I I'm just frustrated with that trying to dictate. I mean, stuff yeah, and make her if understand. you're frustrated with Siri, I can yeah, understand how right. having a button right there at your right. thumb on the steering wheel would be nice. Well, and sometimes the problem is anybody who listens to this podcast knows that I take pauses to figure out what the hell I'm saying sometimes. And for any digital assistant, it'll drive them crazy because then uh, <laughs> because it's like, what is the name of that artist? You know, the problem is I can visualize it, but until you get yeah. a digital assistant that'll read your mind, I'm kind of screwed. <laughs> so I have to put it in words. Um, it's too bad you can't say something. And when you're finished, you could say, go ahead or right. yeah. make yeah. or continue or whatever the key word happens to be so over. it knows you haven't finished your thought yet now you have i want to say you have over. to be a wizard it's like you have to craft the incantation in your mind first you know think about it. it's like it's like you have to page through the spell book in your mental well, your mental yeah. lexicon there and like look for it okay now i want to say this these are the sentences that i'm gonna say and then for me i get ready to open my mouth and say something but then there's a little voice from the back seat that isn't a digital assistant it's a child it's like wants to tell me a joke or something like oh thanks okay sure. <laughs> yeah so i you know yeah, I'll get it figured out, and uh, I just want to make it because, like, I say she's not the techie that I am, so I want it. She, uh, she's not quite a ludite, but you know, uh, it wants. I want it the simple solution, so she can just get in and you know not have to think. Yeah. And, uh, and more specifically, what we do for our spouses, well, I yeah. drive mine nuts. And more specifically, so I don't have this isn't working. So, okay, mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> right, I don't want to hear that dis- discussion. But yeah, and since we don't have enough stuff, we you know we have our play money that we uh, mm-hmm. that we get to use things onto. So not only do we buy stuff to cause ourselves problems, we think about buying stuff to cause ourselves uh, problems. So uh, why don't we start with? Uh, uh, Melissa, because it looks like she is looking at something to uh, maybe solve a problem that uh, you might be having. Possibly, possibly. Uh, this is, I'm not going to read, the, I hate these stupid titles. It's sure. its a Thunderbolt 3 dock. That's what it is, okay? <laughs> I found it, it looks like it's on sale for ninety nine ninety nine, and it's got a bunch of different ports, and I'm thinking uh, this is something, this is more of a small scale of what I have, because our our play money uh, limit was what seventy five to one hundred and fifty, so this kind of nests right in there at ninety nine bucks. And um, I I love these things. I love these docks that you can plug in and expand ports on your computer. Um, this one has just about everything you can think of. It's got HDMI, it's got VGA, it's got uh, gigabit Ethernet, mini Display Port. On an, it's a four sided square, is what it is. It looks like uh, it's probably, if I had to guess, it's probably about the size of an Apple TV square, maybe a little bit larger, and then it's probably about half the height of that. And then you plug it into your USB-C port or your Thunderbolt 3 port um, for a newer age computer. Because I'm always looking at this stuff now since I have a USB-C 4-port MacBook Pro. And then uh, on another side, so it's got four sides. Another side, it has micro SD. Uh, then it has a regular SD slot, and then it has another USB-C charge port. So I guess that's probably the one that you connect to the box itself, and then the other end goes into the computer. And then um, there's a 35 millimeter audio. There's a you know speaker microphone jack, and then it's got three USB 3.0 USB ports. So then you can plug in a bunch of other older devices in there. So I thought this was a pretty good deal. This is something that. Uh, I like 
to recommend to people getting. And, you know, it had quite a few star ratings. So it's got, oh, let's see, three, three and a half stars out of four. So that's not too bad. It's got some pretty good reviews and it seemed like a pretty good price. So that is my pick. Well, yeah, because if you, you know, with your MacBook Pro, uh, Pro <laughs> or which one did you yep. get? Pro. Okay. I got the 13-inch MacBook Pro, and, okay. it's, and it's the Thunderbolt. Okay, yeah, so then you can plug this in. You can have your monitors, and like I say, as long as you have a HDMI and a VGA monitor, you could have, a, you could have three displays, your laptop and two mm-hmm. displays, and hook up to your, your printer and everything else just by plugging one cable in, so then it makes yep, it it's easier. Yep, just one to cable. Get, uh, get I have there. a... I have the OWC doc, which is just amazing. I absolutely love it. They gave it to me to review a long, long time ago. And I just, I brag about it every chance I possibly can get. And it's the souped up version of this. And I really just highly recommend that people get a doc for their their MacBook Pro because it really, it makes it so that you can, I just, I love it that it's so modular because I have my huge display in the middle of my desk. And then I have my doc sitting there, which you could do with the same product that I just picked for my pick and then when it when you're ready to go you just unplug your I mean it's plug and play unless you have drives attached you'd have to unmount the drives but other than that it's plug and play I just Hmm. unplug it and I stick it in my backpack and away I go and it's so portable well and then it looks like Elisa is uh do you have a problem or are you just looking at this so what do you mean? Well, you got a nice <laughs> because I, one. Because I picked two? Well, no. Because I, I was looking at the battery case. I hope your battery is Her problem is, is she's indecisive, it looks like. Oh, okay, that well, no, too. Because there's not a whole lot to say about either one of these. Okay. The, yeah. This right. first one is an iPhone XR smart battery case. It's from Apple. It's $129. It comes in black or white. I had an iPhone uh, battery case. I think it was Mac Alley, and I loved it. But once I got to the iPhone 8, it did not work anymore. It only worked with the 6 and 7. Mm-hmm. So I gave that to my husband. But these are great to have when you know you're not going to be near a power source all day long. So like when we're going to a baseball game, we go to see the Red Sox. I'm not near a power source for probably five hours. And if I'm checking Twitter for the game or if I'm checking scores for other teams or I'm taking pictures taking videos, yeah, video, all of a sudden my power is just going plummeting. So I love having the battery case. Or if I'm on a plane for a long period of time and I'm listening to podcasts while I'm on the plane, it's nice to just be able to have that battery case. So I'm not going to pay $129 for it, but it fell within our, our budget. And then the other thing I was looking at and was the Apple Pencil. Now, do, do either of you have the Apple Pencil? Nope. Nope. No. Nope. Um, Kevin I know Kevin ha- Well, Kevin's got the second gen. This is the first gen because I have a 2017, no, 2018, 2017 iPad. I have the older iPad, the 10.5. The new one only works with the new iPad Pro. Mm. But this one is on Amazon for $94, and it says you can save an extra $4.03 when you apply this coupon. But, of course, it says underneath, sorry, you are not eligible for this coupon. I do not know why. <laughs> so terrible. earlier, so earlier, what I did is I clicked the coupon button, and I put it in my cart, and I pretended to check out, and it gave me $3 off. Weird. So instead of $4.03, I got 3 I don't know why. It doesn't tell yeah. you, you're not eligible because. Yeah. It just says, you're not eligible. Mike, we'll be that way. <laughs> but right. what I liked, what I, I don't know if I can really justify even $94 for yeah, an Apple I, Pencil. I can't. Right. I mean, this is because play money, I don't, but yeah. I don't I draw. 
Right. Mm -hmm. I don't do graphics. But the thing I have noticed is if I take a screenshot of something and I want to write on it, it is Mm -hmm. really hard. You can't do it with your finger very well. And I have a stylus and the stylus is fine if I just want to like draw an arrow or if I want to circle something. But if I want to write a note next to it, like, you know, hey, Mike and Melissa, look at this. Forget Mm it. Mm -hmm. I can't. And then so earlier I was thinking, gee, I wonder if a pencil might be better because you've got this nice steady point instead of a mushy stylus knob. But Mm -hmm. I just can't justify $94. I'd rather spend the $12 what it is on, on the better one of the annotation apps. Because the one, you know, the one that Apple has built into theirs is is fine, but like you said, it's really hard to try to do anything with it as far as writing on it. So I really don't like using the built-in annotation. I use an app called Anotable, and it is world worlds better. It has way more features, and I think you can you can write well, what, on that. See, I, that yeah, but I wouldn't even need that because I don't know. I just I think what I'm looking for is a stylus replacement. So what I would love to know if any listeners use the Apple Pencil. And have had use, used a stylus. Can you really use the Apple Pencil as a stylus? I mean, I use my stylus to, you know, scroll up and down. I use it when I play games. Like, I still play letterpress and words with friends. I still use that, you know, would that damage the point to it? Or is it really better if you're going to be using it strictly for graphics and coloring and note-taking and that kind of thing? Is it better, you know, to use maybe the stylus for scrolling and tapping on the screen and right. then use Apple Pencil when you're doing something else because if I have need two devices, I'd rather just use the stylus. Yeah. Though I did see when I did a search uh, for Apple Pencil-like product, they do have other ones out there, maybe in the $30 price range, but as much, I mean, I'd be willing to spend the $30, but not if it ends up being garbage. Yeah, yeah. And because, I think for you, it's all about the tip and the precision. I think you're you're after more tip and precision because you do want to write notes on stuff. Yeah. It's because, you know, trying to do it with your pencils or your I mean, when you scroll stylus, down, Yeah, this. when you scroll down the page on the Apple yeah. Pencil, it'll say stylus pen for Apple iPad, $31.99. Um, mm-hmm. Stylus pen for touchscreens, $29.99. And they've got four, four out of five stars, but are they worth it? You know, if somebody has used one of these, I'd love to hear from them with the link if you've got one, because that's something I would look into. I mean, for $30, I'd buy it for 90 Yeah, that's something I've always been after is more point precision, because it seems like all the other styluses I've ever tried are, they're bulky, and it just has like a bulb on the end of it. And I would like something with a little bit more precision. That's the only thing that would get me into something like an Apple Pencil. But yeah, there again, I just don't know if I could justify spending that much just for the sake of the tip because everything else you can use your finger for scrolling tapping right you know you could probably tap with the tip of it but for scrolling and, and gesturing then you just you know flip it to the side and use your fingers just like you would if you were i mean i i don't know i i'm an art major so i i am used to smudging and using my fingers and and that sort of thing for for different types of art projects so to me it's not a big stretch but yeah. if you're looking for something with accuracy then yeah you probably want to consider something with a good a good sharp point like that. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of. I'm, I'm again. I'm not an artist, but yeah, I do wish I had a little, uh, you know, a finer point for stuff sometimes. And yeah, I did find one here for thirty-one dollars. Like I say, it's got four out of five stars. I don't know, maybe because I. I'm always looking for some way to spend my money. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather yeah. hear from one of the listeners yeah. who said, yeah, I've used product 
you know, X, Y, Z, and I've been using it for two years and I love it. It's great. I paid about, it's around $30 or, you know, I, I put a lot more stock into that than yep. just looking online and hoping that I get the good product. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Th- I would be interested if you do hear anything about that because I've got a pen for my uh, Surface tablet and I thought I was going to be using a lot and I ha- found out I haven't, but I don't know. On the iPad, that may be a different story. Maybe I would. Um, but, uh, okay, and then the problem, you know, that I'm, I may have someday, I don't know, uh, I got the Xbox, and, you know, you start downloading games and buying games and stuff, and, you know, your hard drive starts to fill up. So I have a two-terabyte uh, add-on drive for your Xbox. Um, you add it on there, and it just, uh, and I, I think it's made specifically for Xbox. I don't know what that means. Uh, yeah, what does that mean exactly? <laughs> well, I suppose it's format. I don't know if they, what they use to format their hard drive, they may use a different format, just a huh. proprietary format, I'm guessing. I don't know. But they may uh, have... A, yeah, there's a PS4 version as well. Yeah. So, and I don't, and it's supposed to be, you know, super fast so that you don't have lag when you're gaming. It's supposed to be able to take your games with you. But um, I'm still at, uh, I've only used 40% of my hard drive, but, you know, a nerd, you know, if it's not like, 90% free, then you start to worry about running out of space. So, uh, I'm, you know, and if I get to that point where I actually need one, I might consider this. But this is $79. It's Western Digital. Um, and don't forget the installation for $64.31. <laughs> you're going to right. somebody to come over here and plug it into your <sighs> port. They're going to yeah. identify critical files that need backup, and they're going to walk you through a backup schedule. Right. For $64.31. I've seen that. Yeah, you plug it into the USB port, and hopefully it's smart enough. That's why I think you want to – I assume you want to get one for the Xbox. It'll have the uh, software on there that will – oh, this is – there's an Xbox here. I'll connect to it. I'll grab the stuff. I'll pull it over. Hopefully, you know, like there's smart backup for when you buy Western digital drives that I never use, but they always have their smart uh, software on there for doing a backup. So hopefully that's what this has. You plug it into the Xbox. It knows what it's doing and knows how to deal with it. But um, Yeah, it says you can plug it into your friend's Xbox. Yeah, you're supposed to be able to take your games with you. That I find interesting. Uh, not that I have that many friends, um, but... Um, that play Xbox, uh, but my son does, and if I ever went over to his place and you know wanted to play my Xbox games, I could take him with me, or he could you know watch me play him, or I'd let him play him, or something. So that's potentially a you know interesting thing. But so, uh, but uh, that's that's my pick, and so. But I, I I think we've kind of you know we've we've watched TV and we've you know driven cars and we've done our watches. So <laughs> I think we pretty much you know got everything accomplished. So uh, I think we'll just wind this thing up, and as we always do, unless you know I forget to do it, we'll introduce our introduce ourselves. I got to come up with a better phrase. That sounds stupid. Anyway, uh, (laughs) we'll tell everybody where they can find us if they want to find out more. So, Elisa, where can people do that with you? Twitter is at Sensei Dai, and I would love to hear from you about the Apple Pencil replacement if you've got one, and also at 3geekyladies.com with the number three spelled out, which is the other podcast that I do. And, Melissa, where can people find out about you? You can find me online all over at the Mac Mommy. And I can be found on Twitter at DSC Chipman, and I have my about.me account that um, at about.me slash Mike McPeak, that's M-C-P-E-E-K. 
and if you want to know know more about the show, go over to geekiestshowever.com. Reviews and comments and iTunes are always welcome, and we thank everyone who does that. We hope you've enjoyed yourself as much as we have, and don't forget between now and next week to hug a geek. Hello everybody, this is Simon Parnell, the host of the Essential Apple Podcast, a show where we aim to take a wander around the week's news in Apple, news, reviews, technology, security, and anything else that catches our eye. Plus, from time to time, we like to have guests from the industry who we get to tell us about their products, their services, their history, their philosophies, what uh, drives them, and of course, just what makes them tick. That, plus a bunch of friends talking about the news in Apple. What more could you possibly want? Check us out on the My Mac Podcasting Network 